Hello, and welcome to Getting It Done, a podcast about music, education, and life lessons. I'm your host, Tim Rausenberger, and today is Sunday, February 25th, 2018. This is episode 249, Reasons Why We Perform Music. There is significance behind the wording of today's title because it's not reasons why we play music or reasons why we sing music or listen to music. No, we're going to discuss reasons why we perform music. People have a lot of reasons for why they want to perform. And I don't think every teacher, every music director is always aware of this. We can even stretch this out and go to a broader group of people where we're discussing theater directors and other people in the entertainment industry wondering why people enjoy performing. It's so important that you know this. It's so important that you get the feedback you need relating to this question. And the reason I say that is because I spent most of my career never having any idea at all. Think about it. Take the early years of my career. Before I even had the luxury of a full-time teaching position, I was the director of a community band. 23 years old. Here I am in front of an 80-piece community band, and it was a fine ensemble. Never once did it ever occur to me, why do the people want to be here? Why did they join this ensemble? Why would they play for a 23-year-old who they don't even really know very well? They've never seen him conduct. The ensemble's brand new. What's the pull? What's the lure? What's the reason that they decided to not just play but perform with the group. And I never knew. I never knew back then. As a matter of fact, for years, I never had any idea. And I never knew because I didn't ask. I didn't simply go up to people and say, so why is it that you're here? What do you enjoy about this? And the obvious answer that a lot of people will say is I enjoy, I just enjoy playing my instrument or I enjoy singing. But that's not the only reason. It isn't. For some people, it's a social thing. 
It's an opportunity for them to be around people who also love doing this music thing. It's an opportunity for some of them to get away from the quote-unquote real world and delve into some great music. What are the reasons? How about this for a reason? How about wanting to relive memories of your past? When you are 45 years old and you decide to dust off that trumpet you really haven't played much in the past 25 years. You haven't played it since you were in college or high school or middle school. And you're going to join a community group. How about if we just keep it with youngsters? Why does a fifth grader join the school chorus? Do you know? Have you ever asked? Or do you just assume? Do you just assume that the person's joining because you're the person in charge? Do you assume it's because of the music you've chosen? Let's go even one step further. Is the reason they're in the group in spite of all of that? You'd be surprised. I've known people before who have joined marching bands in spite of the director, in spite of the field show, in spite of having to sit in 20 degree temperatures at football games. Because there was another reason. It might be some type of thrill that they get. But you're never going to know until you speak to the musicians. Until you ask other people. You could even stretch this further and speak to your audience. Ask the audience. Why do you attend? Why do you come? Because one thing I can certainly tell you that I learned early in my educational career is that audience members almost exclusively attend school events if someone they know is performing. That's it. It used to kill me. It used to bother me so much. And I didn't understand it for so long. Why... A, a, a wonderful music educator or students from another town would not come to attend my performance. Why wouldn't you attend this? And I knew it was going, it, it might be a, a jazz concert or it was a percussion ensemble I was directing. And this was, this was going to be some great music making and a wonderful evening that they can get out of the house and just take in some, some, some music that can motivate and inspire and put smiles on their faces. And I knew this. But the reality is that a lot of those days are gone. And people tend to attend, to attend those types of performances only when they know someone who's going to be performing. 
And if they don't know someone, it's rare that they will make it out for the performance. Because life happens. Priorities have changed. Priorities have shifted. I say this to you because you might be in a situation where your enrollment is declining. You might be in a situation where you're getting less people in the audience. And you know what? It's time to start asking questions. It's time to start finding out what's going on. Why do people do this? There are so many ways you can go about doing it as well. You can conduct a survey. You don't have to do things even by pencil and paper anymore. You can do them on, online. Create a survey. Send it out to the members of the group. Ask them to please have it filled out by whenever. Maybe you do it, you spend a rehearsal having them complete the survey. Or just do it right there in the rehearsal. Have them raise their hands for certain types of questions. Is the number one reason you're here because you love to play your instrument? Is the number one reason you're here because you like being part of a group, especially in something that makes you happy? Is the reason you're doing this to make others happy? I can tell you as a singer, one of the biggest reasons that I have been a singer over the course of my career is because I thoroughly enjoy making others happy. It doesn't mean I'm personally miserable, but I really, really get a lot out of the reactions from family, from friends, from strangers when my voice is able to move them in some way and make some type of emotional connection. Everybody has a different reason. You need to figure out what those reasons are. And if you don't know and you, you don't you, you don't have a good read on the situation, you need to ask questions. You have to know this particular group, what it is that makes them tick. Because two wonderful things are going to come out of it. Number one, you're going to be able to be a more effective leader in terms of the way that you run your rehearsals and the way that the performances transpire. Everything that occurs throughout the performance. But the second one is even more important. You've now made that connection. You've connected with your members. You have told them without saying it, I care about you. I value you. Your opinion means something to me. I've even gone so far with certain groups, certain situations, not always, but certain situations where I'll say to students, listen, I've got two tunes here that I'm toying with. We can only do one of them. Give me some feedback. Listen to them. Tell me what you think. And 
I have been surprised sometimes. Sometimes I'll think that they're all going to love one tune, but they throw me a curveball and say, no, we really, really like the other one a lot better. And you're very glad you asked. Because you certainly don't want them to have to be doing something they're miserable doing if they had a choice. And you absolutely don't want the situation where they're doing something miserable because you didn't even know and you never even gave them the option. This doesn't mean that children or even adult musicians are making all the programming choices. That's not what I'm saying here. And they shouldn't be the the, the field generals here making all the calls as to how you should be running your ensemble. But a little bit of input from time to time can really change your perspective and it's just going to make you and whatever that organization is stronger. It's going to make it better and it's going to make for a better overall experience for everyone involved. I hope you've gotten something out of today's episode. Uh, Please feel free to share this with your friends, with colleagues, with anyone involved in music, education, people that want to just get better at this thing called life. I'm not perfect. I never try to act like I am, but I hope that these words of wisdom can make some type of impact in your life. And the greatest compliment of all is when you do share the episode with others, whether it be on Podchaser, SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, I am deeply grateful. As always, I welcome your questions, any uh, ideas that you have for future episodes, I would sincerely appreciate. Thank you as always for tuning in. And I'll meet you on the other side.